Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at IcyChiller at att.net. That's IcyChiller, I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Square Face. Crazy times call for crazy gadgets. The virus hit and then there was thousands of Zeds. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. I'm Clinton Stanley, here with Ryan Maddox. Bringing the big guns. Mostly fat, but they're still big. (laughs) And Hunter Venable. Sob. Wow, you go from big guns to sob. I like how you <laughs> clipped out everybody's mics on that intro, bro. I always clip out mics, bro. That's what I live to do. If you ever watch a Daisy uh, stream, Ryan, at least 20 different times in the stream, gets pissed at me for yelling into the mic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just totally blows his eardrums out. Yeah. <sighs> well, here we are. Quarantine. What? Week three? Week four? What, what, where are we? I've lost track of time. Uh, it's been the longest three weeks of my life, it seems like. Just crawl. Yeah, I mean, uniquely, the three of us aren't really that quarantined. I mean, I am no, in the sense yeah. of my work. My work has changed, mm-hmm. but I'm still like I go, I go fishing and I go on to the park, and I'm not like hanging out with people. But I'm not really like I don't feel that trapped at home from right. a personal. My life. My wife does. She's got this exactly, vibe going, like she's trapped. Right. My <laughs> life is exactly the same, except I'm saving tons of money because we're not going out to eat all the time. Uh, that's true. true. I that's think true. I think that is happening for Everybody us. Everybody is wearing masks and gloves. Hey, yeah, I had my first little bout of being sad, which was, I think it was Sunday? Yeah, maybe. I was thinking it'd be the perfect day to have my buddies over for a cookout. Real well, that's weird, because I would something. think every time you look in the mirror, you have a bout of being sad. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, ouch. Ouch. Not that Buzzing. sad. You know, I'm not that down <laughs> on myself yet. But hey, we're not here to be sad. We're here to be happy and talk about gaming and being dads. And right now, we've got... Some news from Ryan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Am I bringing the news first? I mean, Because if I am, we're going to dive into the world of Harry Potter. Leaks for Geeks. All right, all right, all right, and all right. Uh, I kind of want to hit Harry Potter first. And when I say hit Harry Potter, I mean with my arm like this, if you're watching, with a little chop. If you're not watching, it's a Minecraft chop. And that's because okay. we're talking about Harry Potter Squareface. It's actually Ooh. called Witchcraft and Wizardy. Wizardry. Witchcraft and Wizardry. That's a hard one for some Wizardry? Wizardry. Wizardry. That is Wizardry. 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 Yes, it is. Mm, that's a weird okay, one. Okay, this, this is a mod that was built, and they brought the world of Harry Potter, including uh, Hogwarts, the whole school, the setup, uh, I think the, tr- the train even, um, but a lot of things into the world of um, Minecraft. So if you yeah. love Harry Potter, which a lot of people do, 
and you love Minecraft, which a lot of people do, this is a beautiful mesh of the two. Um, and all reviews are raving about this um, hmm. mod that was made. It is way above and beyond any expectations that were expected from a fan-based mod and way above and beyond uh, the majority of all mods that have come out for Minecraft. Not just in the idea that it has a feel like it is the world of Harry Potter, but on a video to game comparison, they built everything to scale mm. and it looks just like the video when you're looking at Hogwarts and, and the, the building and stuff like that. They stayed uh, down to the details of the floating candles, which really make it bring you into the world of Harry Potter and the pictures with moving characters. Oh, that's cool. Um, so is, they is said pretty much... From, is it pulled from the movies, or is it like uh, Minecraft characters moving in the pic, or do you know? Uh, I don't know for sure. I don't know on that one. I know the characters that are in the mod are Harry Potter characters. They mm -hmm. said, of course, you know, uh, though they all do jump out to you as the characters they're supposed to be, some characters, uh, you know, that happen to have, uh, you know, more round faces, obviously don't look so great on a square head, right? Mm -hmm. But there's nothing you can do about that. It's Minecraft. Outside of that, the actual details that were put into it and the creativity to really work and stay true to the movies and the world that you know and have come accustomed to, uh, they said it's really just kind of mind-blowing that, that they did this well when you're talking about um, a game like Minecraft that you, you play it and you feel immersed. You mm. forget about the square building, and it's just so much like um, Harry Potter that you really enjoy it. It's a, it's a great mod, and and it's free, free to play mm. if you have the PC, if I understand correctly. So you've got to have Java 1.3.2 to be able to play it, and you can download it for free on Planet Minecraft. Oh, um, perfect, perfect time for the kiddos, too. Mm -hmm. Go play, so go if you got the kids at home, I want to do that. I want to yeah, do you, that. If you got some friends that are playing Minecraft or your kids play with other kids playing Minecraft, um, and they like Harry Potter, or you're into Harry Potter and have been bored, jump on, check it out. It's free. You got nothing to lose. Um, there's all kinds of other mods on Planet Minecraft if you haven't checked it out, um, but most of them are not done to this extent. This thing has been get, being worked on for five years, so oh, they wow. took it very serious. It's a it's a very so it's huge a passion release. project. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And are you, uh, are you gonna have, even are you gonna put Rory on there? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna download it, show it to her. She likes uh, she likes. Uh, Harry Potter a lot. She was into Harry Potter way before she was ever into um, Minecraft. Now, what's interesting about Rory is when she was younger and she didn't know to be scared, mm -hmm. she loved Harry Potter. Then now that she's gotten a little bit older, uh, some of the scenes in Harry Potter kind of creep her out. Okay. Like it's it's actually a little bit worse now that she's older than when she was younger, which mm -hmm. is kind of I've seen that in a lot of trends, right? Like when she was younger, heights didn't scare her at all. Now it's like she understands, but that's a long ways, and I could get hurt if I fall. All of a sudden, they're yeah, young, they all don't of understand a sudden, they it. Yeah, it's so no fear. big deal. Yeah. yeah, and you'll realize that as parents, if you're out there and you got some youngsters that are like three or four, you're like, oh my gosh, they're fearless. They're going to get hurt. No, they won't. They're going to hit six, and they're going to go, whoa, that's six steps up on the ladder, <laughs> and they're going to be scared of stuff that you're like, come all on. Sudden, all of a sudden, they realize the, the world bed. got bigger. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, you jump off the bed higher than that every day. You can't go up two runs on the ladder. I get into it with my daughter all the time. She's like, oh, Dad, I'm going to try climbing the ladder today. I'm like. We were just in the freaking forest, and you jumped off of a big old tree six foot to the ground and barrel rolled, and now you're worried to go up two steps on the ladder. It doesn't make any logical sense. I forget she's six sometimes, yeah. so you just got to like be okay with it. But uh, yeah, it's it's just certain things they decide are scary, and it doesn't matter if it makes sense. They decided it, and you're going to have to get over that. Mm. But uh, when she was three or four, 
There wasn't that didn't exist. Everything was good. You could put a tarantula in her hand and she'd be like, "Oh, cool, it's furry." You know, nothing. Now it's like a little bitty wolf spider in the corner of the room, three rooms over, and she's like, "Dad, kill it." Hey, I'm like for for my kid. Unfortunately, she's been taught to be scared of bugs and snakes mm -hmm. already. Yeah, they learn it. So she saw she saw she saw a big moth yesterday in the kitchen flying around because we had to open up the windows because our AC went out. And uh -huh. she goes, Comes, takes off running at me. <laughs> What's wrong? Bug. It's a you, bug. You, you yelled so loud just now when it clipped, it put you in auto-tune mode. Like it was like, oh, <laughs> I, for, I forget I'm not working in the studio, so I can't just <laughs> let her rip, you know. Yeah, Sorry yeah. for your earbuds. You're good. You're good. Okay, uh, my next one. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just get out the one negative news I've got. I don't like to bring a bunch of it like Clint does. So when you guys get me for the news, guys, I know you guys enjoy it, and it's uplifting instead of horrible. And so I'm just gonna. Wow, you know, you're just gonna dump up. on my segment. Okay. Uh, no, it's just a segment that you do badly. It's not your segment. <laughs> but uh, this is the news, and Ryan's doing it. So we're gonna hit on the bad stuff quickly. Okay, coronavirus. Quickly? We all hate it. There's no quickly we all, when you're talking. We all Android. hate the coronavirus. We know everything's shutting down over it. We've got E3 that's canceled. We've got other gaming events that have canceled. All kinds of local gaming events that we were, wanted to go and you know do interviews on and follow and mm -hmm. report on. We're not able to do. Um, Click Gaming, our sponsor, uh, he puts on gaming events. Those are canceled. So he's doing all kinds of online gaming events. Plug, plug. Um, plug. He's been some doing of them are free that to, too. Oh yeah, some of them are free up. to enter. If you guys follow our Facebook page, we always share his posts from Click Gaming, and he also posts to the uh, to the group, the Dear Delirious Dad's Gaming Group. Um, but some of them cost to enter, and they're real tournaments that you can win some cashola, three v threes, two v two gunfights, war zones, real stuff like that. And he puts on real tournaments, but it's all online right now. So he's he's you know switching stuff around and doing what he can for right now, which is what we all need to be doing. Mm -hmm. But the next big thing that's talking about canceling hasn't canceled yet, but also hasn't announced a day, right? Because it's like, well, we never did announce a day before Corona, mm -hmm. so we don't really want to announce a day now and then cancel. So right. it's more like they just announced that we're still moving forward, but we may cancel. That's the news, okay. which is, of course, BlizzCon, Ooh, right? It's the yeah. next big one that's going to be coming. We can't say, well, of course they're going to cancel. They're scheduled for next month, and there's no way we're going to be over this next month. We don't know when they're scheduled for but they're saying that it's starting to look more like they may have to cancel. They are oh, really? working forward towards not canceling, but they're wanting to have the perspective that there's a good chance that they do. Um, now, they said that that will not, sounds like that will not stop the event in the sense of doing it normally is what they would cancel. So they would probably switch over. They've got enough time to switch over and prepare for doing it remotely, right, online yeah. with videos and stuff like that. Just a digital format. Which isn't the same, yeah, but a digital release instead. Um, they're not saying that they're doing that, but they're basically acting like they're preparing for both. So that's mm -hmm. kind of the vibe they're putting out. Um, so I don't think we can expect to have no BlizzCon. I mm -hmm. think we probably have a pretty good chance of an adapted BlizzCon, Okay, if that makes sense. So they're going to kind of try to do what the pro wrestling world did, which is put their events on TV Right. Just empty, just with maybe either just employees or just show the content. Well, maybe, but I'm sure they won't. They probably won't go set up at huge arenas. That's what you know I'm what saying. I mean? Yeah, it'd be like in a studio, like a small studio right. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which is the mistake that wrestling did. They they still did it in the arena, and that's what was just like, mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, well, they did they did some weird things too. Like I watched their pay per view this weekend, this mm-hmm. past weekend. They did some weird spots where they had a you could tell they had a uh, a noise canceller on their mics and mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. so that it wouldn't pick up everything in there. Well, the problem was whenever nothing was going on, they wouldn't have anybody talking, and so it was just dead silence. Right. Just the super yeah weird. awkward. Yeah. You can't do a show like that with silence. It's yeah, just, so it's just like there's there's something boring. about that atmosphere of just all the time right. that is part of wrestling. You know what I mean? Even well, like even, a UFC event. Could I was you imagine say, even if you did hearing silence at, UFC at a or, UFC event? Yeah. yeah. No, well, that's don't just do part it. of like wrestling because it's uh, I don't want to say fake. I don't want to. Yeah, it's know, staged. It's it's a sport. It's staged. It's yeah. a sport, but it's staged. Right. Plays into the, the but it plays off the emotion of the crowd. The whole point is to get everybody because when you're in the crowd, or even when we used to watch it on TV, like the wrestling is on TV, me a chance, my buddy. When the crowd went wild because somebody dropped somebody, boom! Or so, you know that's when you go like, wild. Oh. Yeah, that's so yeah. cool. Yeah. If you don't have that, you're just like, hmm. it's it's part of the show. The audience is part of the show. Yeah, for sure. If, You've always got if, all kinds of unique characters out there with right. unique signs. Just uh, you know, <laughs> oh yeah, funny. for sure. Now, if we get to <laughs> college football season and they're like, the only way we can play is if we don't do crowds. I'm gonna be like, do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I get it. Uh, so, you know, I don't think, I think we're going to see from people like BlizzCon or these kind of people, if they've got to do stuff, it's going to be a, a full production. They'll put mm-hmm. money into the production if they have time. Obviously, E3, you can't. It was too late, right? It happened like, we're having E3 and this happened. Yeah. What are you going to do? And for that platform, I think it worked perfect because usually people are mm-hmm. quiet when the developers explaining what they're doing or what yeah. they're presenting yeah. anyway. Yep. So you're just not mm-hmm. going to get the cheer when they go to show the trailer. But Right, of course, there's a lot of money. On tickets and stuff like that, because people yeah. aren't going to pay the same to watch it live online. It's just yeah. that's a fact. And I think they're um, finally at the point where they do make money off that event for them. Right. You know. Now, though something like BlizzCon may be canceled, the games are still coming in free, right? I mean, we didn't get to play it because we had other free games we were playing, like World War Z, which we'll be talking about. Mm-hmm. But um, we didn't get to play Predator when it was free to play for the weekend. But there's another game right now that's out through the 12th, which is more than a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's Gears 5, which is a great co-op game. You can play with your friends. Um, you can probably play through that whole campaign while it's out, right? Between now and April 12th, if you're off work mm-hmm. and you're not out doing things, which we, you know, my two playing buddies here that are on the show, they both still work full-time right now. Um, so that's not going to change anything for us. But if you are those guys that are quarantined and at home, shoot, jump on Gears 5. It's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't beat that. It's free on Steam and it's free on I Epic. think it's free on Xbox. No, oh, on okay. Xbox. Xbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mhm. Yeah, cuz some of these free the deals are kind of real specific like with um with World War Z it was only the uh Epic Store with mm-hmm. with Predator it was only PlayStation and only um right. Epic Store. So yeah, so, they're kind of weird weirdly specific about it. But. Yeah. And most of the time, this isn't the case, right? When we mention free games, it's rarely free-to-play week or free-to-play weekend. It's usually you get that game, you get that code, and it's yours, whether you download it now or not. That's not the case with this game. You can't buy it. It's not free. It's just free-to-play. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to play it, you got to download it and play it while it's free, and then it's going to okay. be automatically removed if you don't buy it. So it's a free just period, so guys... not a free right. to own. Okay. Right. Just making sure you guys are listening out there and you, you get that. Cause I don't want to. Good specification. I don't want you guys to think, oh, I'll go. I don't even think it'll. If I, I checked, then it won't even let you like click on it on Steam like we usually do, where we purchase it mm-hmm. and then just never download it. When you click it, it says play, and when you click it, it automatically goes to the download. 
So it's okay. definitely a whole different setup. Um, next is another good news item. Okay, and this is Overwatch. The new hero, Echo, officially joins the game on April 14th. Um, Echo has a very, uh, you know, they're all kind of futury, but a very different look from a lot of the other characters. If you haven't checked out what Echo looks like, uh, almost makes me feel like, uh, I don't know, like an elemental vibe. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Like, like uh, I don't know how to say that, but Echo's got this look like, I, I bring peace. You know what I mean? She's okay. just got this certain specific look. Like an earthy kind of... Um, yeah, zen, she's she's blue. Style. Fingertips are blue. Got a blue face with like a little symbol in the middle of her forehead, which probably makes me think of the arrow on uh, Avatar. No, okay. not Avatar. Ming. Yeah, it is Avatar. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it's kind of got that vibe. Her eyes, you know, she's robotic, but she's got a welcoming look. Very different kind of vibe to... I say she. Echo could be a guy. I should have looked a little closer. Pretty sure it's a girl. Uh, it's a robot, so maybe it's neither nowadays. Um but nowadays, <laughs> yeah, nowadays, yeah. Like uh, robots were born with a gender back then, but not now. Yeah, they're designed with genders. You know what I mean? They're designed <laughs> yeah. with genders. Siri knows. Siri knows, uh-huh. bro. Uh-huh. She is. Okay, Echo's journey to Overwatch has been interesting. She came uh, <clears throat> to prominence in the big Overwatch 2 cinematic um, that was unveiled at BlizzCon 2019 but was actually first seen a year prior to that when Ash was introduced to the game. Okay, so we've seen and been uh, kind of aware of Echo for a while, but now mm-hmm. we actually have a final release date for Echo. Okay, and I'm sure cool. all, the, all the Overwatch fans, you know, um, which usually, Clint, you know all the details in and out of the new characters. Yeah, once, once you, you get to explaining her, because I didn't know her by Echo at the time, I only seen the trailer that she showed up in okay. with Ash. So yeah, she's kind of a uh, cyborg robot type character, um, kind of more angelic looking in a way. Um, very yeah. mm-hmm. like if you think of that's why think, I said like I come in peace, like I'm here you, to help. Well, if you think of something. like Portal, you know, like the blue eyes and mm-hmm. stuff like that, kind of that blue mm-hmm. color palette with the blue and white. She's kind mm-hmm. of that color palette. I think she hovers, like instead of walking. Yeah, and it does say she, just in case you guys know. I yeah. mean, she looks like a she. That's why I said she earlier. But. Yeah. Yeah, she's designed you know, as a she. Um, didn't want to identify wrong. But I haven't seen any of the new stuff, so I'm not, I'm not uh, up I on gotcha. that. I just saw her in the trailer, you know, a couple of years back. Yep. Yep. So what is that? We're just talking about like a week away. Today's the 8th or 9th, something like that, if you're mm-hmm. listening live. Okay. And uh, so no time, and Echo will be ready for action. Okay. Man, that's pretty uh, let's, cool. Let's see here. I think there was one more quick thing I was going to say about her. I need to get back into Overwatch. I really miss the game. I just, uh, <clears throat> whenever you got work, unlimited time. Oh, okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was skimming through here, and I didn't see it in the article first. Um, this one, uh, her special ability is called Duplicate, okay? And I like mm-hmm. this. It enables her to copy and use the abilities of any character on the opposing team. Okay? Oh, Ooh, with okay. an extremely accelerated ultimate generation time. So she's, uh, just just by looking at that, I'm going to say people are going to be going, oh, he, you know how it is usually <laughs> with the new ones. But what um, a good counter say, though, right? Like if you have something yeah. that's working against you, you yeah. have to be able to steal yeah. that and use it against them. Uh-huh, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. And unique thinking, a little mm-hmm. bit outside the box from any of the other ones, you know what I mean? Yeah, Very, it's very, very specific. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and just the fact that she's got an extremely accelerated ultimate generation or regeneration is, I think, what that should say. Um, I think that that's probably a pretty big game changer because that ult at the right time is game shifting for most characters. Mm-hmm. And makes me wonder if her. I wonder if when she duplicates, can she duplicate the other character's ultimate also? Or she's just copying their character abilities during the regular portion? Mm, uh, oh, that's a good question. Her other abilities pack a punch too. She can fly freely and glide while falling. Uh, okay. It says fires delayed fuse. Hold on. Fusion? Fires delayed fuse. Delayed fuse sticky bombs, okay. and has uh, a focusing beam that dev- that's devastating against enemies with less than half health. Okay, it's a lot, and you can see why Blizzard would want to approach Echo's full release with caution. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It sounds OP big time. Yeah. She's got all of her own abilities, and she can copy everybody else's, and has a fast acceleration. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds uh, like if you're below 50%, it just ramps up the DPS. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. cool. Sounds like that's uh, what I need to play with. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Blizzard, <laughs> Blizzard said today that Echo will come uh, off the PTR. I don't even know what that means. Do you know what that means? Public Clint? test Off room. the PTR. Okay. And into the game, yeah, April 14th. Okay. So I don't see anything, any other details on her uh, abilities. So that's okay. it's pretty much covers that. But it uh, sounds like a pretty exciting new character. I could definitely get back into some Overwatch here in the next couple months I would say yeah uh, so it's a game I like and haven't got in ever fully into it but it's a fun game for sure every yeah. time I play it I have fun it's not quite as stressful as some of the other competitive games I find myself being much more stressed mm-hmm. or getting much more uh, pissed when we play other games uh, in mm-hmm. comparison to when I'm playing overwatch um, oh yeah maybe I, it's because I, I can that. blame the team you know mm-hmm I see I guess that's that's what I kind I kind of like about overwatch is that uh, when the team works really well together, you don't have to be super good, mm-hmm. right? If the team works well and you can learn your character decently, you can be you a big attribute to, to the team still. Yeah, right. Uh, as long as you like work I well. I always bring my team down. Yeah, but you've only played it a couple times, so you don't know the like the characters. Yeah, you, know? you do have to Absolutely know the character not. decent, decent that you're playing. Uh, which I've only learned a couple characters really because I didn't play the game that much, mm-hmm. uh, and I knew if I diversified, I'd never get good at any of them. So mm-hmm. you got to play quite a bit to really diversify. Um, last bit of news I've got here is uh, we finally got kind of a release on the design, and we'll probably post an article on the Facebook page um, just so you could see it, or you can look it up also. I'm on GameSpot. It's probably on all your big gaming pages. It is the controller for the uh, new PlayStation 5. Okay, It is called a DualSense controller instead of a dual shock right the last one was called the dual shock 4 um, this one is called a dual sense new dual sense controller uh, seems to have a slightly thicker form factor when you first look at it at least I did I said wow that sure looks like an Xbox controller um, it it's not an Xbox controller in the sense of the placement of the buttons it's an Xbox Xbox controller in the sense of the thickness and the weightiness to the look of the controller a PlayStation controller always looks kind of, uh, what do you call it, thin, right? Even on the top part, it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of slim, and it, it's got a lightweight feel to it, like the look of it. This guy has a bulky feel, like your Xbox One controller, 
real filled out in the middle. Even the little uh, handles that your palms go on are a little bit thicker, a little bit bigger. They said the reason for this new design and shape is to make space for, um, well, ergonomics obviously too, but to make space for the new systems that are going to be placed in it or mm -hmm. that are placed in it, which are two main big uh, upgrades, which is adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. Um, haptic feedback being a huge variation in the amount of vibration and sensation you'll get from the controller depending on what action you're doing in the game or what explosions are happening. And I think even depending on the game, on which buttons you're pressing, they'll cause a certain kind of haptic feedback that will help immerse you into the game. Mm -hmm. um, this haptic feedback is also something we're seeing on the new Xbox controller. So it's the direction everybody's going. Um, and it's it's just what, uh, from all the people that have tested it, they've said it's really a, a big difference in the sensation of the, of the controller. Yeah. Um, and I put up a, I put which up really, a picture of it on the live stream. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which really, for me, um, since I've been playing more PC games with mouse and keyboard, that's kind of what I miss is you feel a little bit more um, engrossed on a controller. At least I do still. I don't know if it's because that's what I grew up on, but when I hold a controller, I feel like that it, something about a controller says gaming. Still more for me than a mouse and keyboard does. And the vibration that you get during interaction, you know, when you're playing games like Call of Duty and stuff like that, all of that for me is something that speaks gaming to me. I feel mm -hmm. like it immerses me a little bit more to where a mouse and keyboard, I understand the benefits of it, but there is a lack of immersion. And, and now maybe there are mouse, mice and keyboards that, that vibrate and do those kind of things, and I just don't even know about that world yet. I'm almost uh, going to say yes. No I, I don't know, okay. but I'm almost going to say with, there seems to be an add-on or an app for everything these days. So mm -hmm. um, For me, I, I agree with you, Ryan, but I think for me it's more gaming to me because I grew up with the, everything's right here. Yeah, you just got right, right here Whereas in your palm. You, your, you can lay down on so your couch and play. spread out when you're doing it mm -hmm. on the keys. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I still, I was never very great at typing, so that's probably why too. But I'm just not as quick on a same on for a, me uh, keyboard. Yeah, I think I think yep. with the newer generation of kids, it's probably going to be less and less of a difference because they're probably better at typing, right? I mean, for mm -hmm. us, we were kind of the generation that you had to learn typing, but we didn't really. We grew up on it, but we know, grew up man. on it late. I don't know. There, right. There's a. There's a flip side of that in that kids nowadays, most of their computer work is on either a tablet or their phone. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't use a keyboard ways. as much. Yeah. Um, you know, we. I'm not going to talk a bunch about the Xbox controller, um, mainly because there's not some huge changes. I brought up the PlayStation controller because it looks so different, especially the white version, mm -hmm. right? Or what they call it, what they call it is a two-tone version. But it's really, to me, it looks like a white controller. It's got the black yeah, on it. I'm still going to go with the black. It's a different look. I saw the black version. Yeah. I think I like the black better. Well, I e think the white really makes it feel Xboxy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what pulls it into well, that e vibe even more. Even with Xbox, though, when I had the 360, I uh, would purposely try to buy the black ones. I didn't like the Well, yeah, black. they just don't get as dirty and grimy looking yeah. mm -hmm. compared to the white ones. Mm -hmm. I Especially mean, even with the white, you can, you can see all the dirt like in between the cracks mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I used yep. to I'm a black controller Xbox, guy too. Old Xbox ones that had the white. It was the 360, I think, that first had the white ones, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would. Me and my cousin would eat Doritos and stuff. Or oh like, yeah. Get all over. Those. Well, even your even your N64 sold a gray controller. I like gray one back mm -hmm. in the day, mm -hmm. if I remember right. And it was always dirtier, more dirtier than the dark gray version that they had. 
There mm-hmm. was like they never had black, if I remember right. They had like a really dark gray, yeah, I don't and think then they, they had, had one black. that was kind of a light gray. Sega right. had black, but Nintendo that was kind of yeah. like separated yep. Sega from Nintendo mm-hmm. controllers. So we got some changes. It's looks changes mainly. It's going to feel different for sure if you look at it. It's going to feel different a little bit. Um, I don't think you're going to see any major differences between the two controllers, at least not that have been released yet. Now, one big change. Uh, well, I could say big, but they don't give us info on it, is uh, the fact that they changed the, what was it called before? The share button, right, on the PlayStation 4? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's now called a create button. Um, okay, all so they it said like about streaming. it. Yeah, and all they said about it was uh, basically, they said, we're once again pioneering new ways for players to create epic gameplay content to share with the world or just to enjoy for themselves. That's all they said. They didn't yeah. say what it's going to be different about that between the share button. Um, it does have a built-in mic. It's USB Type-C now, which is great because that's what everything's going to. Um, and it's faster, right? USB Type-C has lower latency and a little higher speeds. So if you're playing corded, right, then that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's it on there. And for the news, that, that wraps me up. I don't okay. see anything else on my list that I wanted to hit on. Cool. Well, I think you did a great job. Thank you, thank you. Um, to share a little bit of news with you guys, not news, this is just kind of a question we threw out to the public, um, to some mm-hmm. of the people that listen to us and people within the gaming community. We uh, put out a message earlier this week on Facebook, and we just wanted to know, um, with this quarantine life, what was everybody up to? Um, one of the responses was playing Rocket League. So we mm-hmm. thought that, okay, yeah, we've been playing some Rocket League. Uh, another uh, person put up uh, Stuart here. He said he's been trying Arizona Sunshine. I had to look up the game because I, you know, I've heard I've heard of the name, but I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, a zombie uh, VR game. Mm-hmm. Oh, so really? You fight zombies in VR. And uh, anyway, he said it's really hard, but a lot of fun. Mm. So thought that was really cool. We also is had that a, on computer only, or is that on PlayStation? Also, um, PlayStation. He said here that it's on uh, PlayStation VR, um, OBS, um, not OBS, um, <laughs> Oculus Rift. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The HTC Vive. So it looks like it's on all your VR systems. Okay, um, cool. From what he said. Um, and then another guy said he's been gu- building some uh, arcade cabinets. He's been working on an X Men, X Men uh, arcade cabinet right now uh, that he's finishing up on. So oh, cool. uh, yeah. Then another person said, raising three boys. Can't get past <laughs> the part where I uh, am able to get sleep. He says, is there a glitch slash hack for this? I replied and just <laughs> said, well, I give my kid my phone or my tablet, and that buys me about 30 more minutes of sleep, usually. That's funny. Do you guys yeah. have a hack or anything that you've discovered? Not yet. My baby's too little for that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mine's Mine is old enough that when she gets up, if I wanted to sleep in past her, which mine doesn't get up super early, seven thirty, eight o'clock. She wakes mm-hmm. up, um, but if I was having a long night the night before, we gamed or something like that. Um, usually, she just gets up and leaves the room, so it's no yeah. big deal. I just sleep. like go fix you some cereal. Um, <laughs> yep, and the and the baby, you know, she's six months old. The wife breastfeeds. They get up, and it's like I don't really have much. So to you're do, just so worthless. You're just yeah. yeah it's all good. <laughs> uh, that's a good deal. Ryan's always getting hooked up with good deals, people. If you know yeah, Ryan long yeah. enough, he, he figures out a, a way to make a deal. Even yeah, if it's the way the way Clint just said that gave the vibe like he finds a way to slip out of responsibility. He just said it with <laughs> a nice 
spin to nice it. Nice spin. Like yeah. Yeah. If you guys can't tell, me and Ryan constantly put each other down, but we really love each other. Definitely. In a, in a sadistic kind of way. Well, <laughs> that's it on the news. Uh, we got a gaming review to do, so let's move over and check that out. Order. Order in the court. What's your plea? I'm sorry. I can't This is the final verdict. So we finally have a review for you guys. An actual review that we've played. And so we're going to give you our thoughts tonight. World War Z. It's a game that just recently was uh, free on Epic Games. And uh, mm-hmm. myself, Ryan, and Hunter um, have put some time into it, and we beat all the maps in the game on normal difficulty. We did not step it up yet to the harder extreme levels um, of the game. But I didn't even realize we were at the end. There's only four built-in maps that started with the game? Well, mm-hmm. that's where we're going to get into some more into this oh, okay, review. okay. Because I found out some things. Okay. Okay, so... Uh, so we're going to be reviewing World War Z. This is from our perspective. Uh, I'll give you my thoughts, and then I'm going to let Ryan and Hunter kind of jump in and share their thoughts as well, because it's been a group effort um, in the world of World War Z. And by the way, the zombies are called Zeds. That's why the beginning of my uh, Zeds dead, baby. Little saying there was Zeds, Zeds not zombies. Okay, the Zeds. <clears throat> so if you're wondering, World War Z, Brad Pitt, what? Well, we're talking about World War Z, which is uh, from the movie series or the movie and the book series World War Z. Um, so I the can game... tell you right now, it's another one of those examples right off the bat of a game with a movie title that doesn't suck. I know like we've been starting to see Surprising. some game, some shows or movie titles from games that don't suck. Mm-hmm. So we're starting to see more better transition from one media to another, and that's exciting for for gamers and media guys like mm-hmm, us mm-hmm. yeah you finally get a batman game that's really good or a spider-man game mm-hmm. that's really good like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh they're not just trying to get my money they're actually right. making a product <laughs> so world war z is based off uh, the two universes both um so some of the lore and some of the things that are interactive within the game call back to the book series and the movie um as well um, but World War Z is a third-person shooter. Uh, it's developed by Saber Interactive and published by Mad Dog Games. It was released uh, for Microsoft Windows, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One on April 16, 2019. Um, okay. So the game, like we said, it's a third-person shooter. It's a cooperative third-person shooter. So um, the first thing I'm going to say uh, about this game is if you don't have friends to play this game, it might not be the game for you. Um, yeah. We've went in with other players, and um, they weren't necessarily talking on their mics. We weren't um, talking either because we were already in our own little group. Um, but we just noticed there was not that uh, open mic. No communication, kind of yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, back in the day when we play you know, on Xbox 360, you play some four-player co-op games. Uh, seems like most of the time you could partner up with some random people. You may cycle through a couple people that are not interested in communicating, and then you just kick them, you know, and wait till you get somebody who's mm-hmm. interested. Um, right. To where in this game, it just didn't seem like we had any luck at all. And mm-hmm. even even the players you did play with, um, which Hunter, it kind of put Hunter off a little bit. What was 
they're they've already been playing the game because this game does have a lot of replayable um atmosphere mm-hmm. to it like yeah. it's worth replaying over and over again yes. um so we ran into situations where the players would just run off because they've already been in that map and done that stuff mm-hmm. and we spent right, most yeah, of so the time just, just running ahead mm-hmm. which again they may be used to other people that have played it over the last year and are running ahead with them you know right mm-hmm. right um, and that's so true. they may be like thinking, what are you guys doing it. way back there? And it's like, yeah, hey, we're learning the game. We're enjoying mm-hmm. it. Yep. So that was kind of one of the things Hunter was like, well, can we just play with the computer? Which you can. So that is a good thing. Um, you, If you don't feel like playing online, you can just queue up. Uh, it's a four-person co-op. So you can have four mm-hmm. players. Each map has their own characters um, involved in the um, in the maps. So you can Yeah, because they're more like... What would you say? They're local? They're regional, mm-hmm. right? Because you're going around the world, kind of? Yeah, you're experiencing so their experience. So they're regional characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you can fight against massive hordes of zombies, or Zeds, as they're called in the game. We played four locations, which was Moscow, New York, Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and Tokyo, which came with the oh, free yeah, version yeah, that yeah. we played. Apparently there's so Tokyo six... was the last one, right? Yeah, yeah. Apparently there's okay. 16 locations to this. It says Whoa. right here that you not only can you do Moscow, New York, Jerusalem, and Tokyo, you can also do Sydney, Oslo, Barcelona, Denver, Cairo, Seoul, Budapest, Auckland, Buenos Aires, Manila, Paris, and Johannesburg. Wow. Auckland so, or Oakland? Auckland. I believe it's huh. Auckland. It's A A U C K L A Indy. Uh, so there's other locations. I think that's locked behind DLC map. So you got to pay for that. I wonder how mm-hmm. much you have to pay because mm, it'd probably I, be worth paying if it's like I a bet it's a four five, pack combo or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But if it's mm-hmm. five or ten bucks, you know that I don't know. Yeah, we'll get to that later. And yeah, obviously you guys <laughs> can tell we already like the game oh, by yeah. the way we're talking yeah, about yeah. it. But yeah. yeah. So uh, the players in the game can uh, choose from six different classes. And also I want to specify, Hunter has done a kind of overview of this game in the past. And I think maybe he even read a review of what uh, was IGN, I think it was. Um, So he's already went over this last year. But this is from our perspective, not an actual article I think I read about it uh, on GameSpot when they were talking about it coming in the works, but Mm -hmm. I even remember being wrong about a couple things that I had read with it, so it was early, early when I read about it, because I remember thinking... And a lot of our uh, listeners are new, too, so they didn't probably even hear that. Right. Mm -hmm. I I remember thinking that uh, you could fight against other people online. You can. You can. I didn't know that. Yeah, there that's is a in, PvP. Yep. We just haven't played it yet. It's a multiplayer. You have, which we'll get to that in just a minute. Um, but the six classes in this game are gunslinger, which is basically think of DPS. You're putting out a lot of damage with your guns. It's just a gun specific class, pretty straightforward. You have the Hellraiser, which is an explosive class. So you're like a demolitionist kind of. You got the Fixer. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a support kind of thing. Um, and then you got the medic, which is very much support. They're going to be able to increase your survivability. Um, you have the slasher, and this is your melee. Seems like a melee specialization class, so you'll be able to fight out of uh, out of situations whenever you're cornered a little easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the the exterminator, which uh, specializes in crowd control. So mm. um, he can create diversions and things like that to 
um, control the amount of zombies coming at you. Right. Um, you also have new perks within those talent trees that you can use. Um, and it's, it's very much set up by experience. So if you pick a class, say if I pick Gunslinger and I play Gunslinger to level five and then I want to switch over mm -hmm. to Hellraiser, I start back at level one on Hellraiser. Yeah. You're building so, a new character. Mm -hmm. Your guns, your guns stay live. So you have a, you know, upgrades and stuff like that you're making to your guns and XP on the guns in the game. Those will actually stay across all characters, mm -hmm. which is a good thing. So you don't lose everything when you switch over. Um, but some perks maybe like for me and Clint, we were playing Gunslinger. We had a, a perk where um, the gun we were using, we got to start with. We purposefully bought that perk. And so we mm -hmm. upgraded this gun. Well, then when we switched classes, now, yeah, that, that gun's still upgraded, but it's not worth the same because we don't get it when we start. Yeah. So there are some repercussions. Yeah. And each class does feel different. We didn't know if they would. Uh, me and Ryan switched to, I think I switched to Hellraiser and Ryan switched to um, the Exterminator. And yeah. we struggled on a map uh, pretty hard. I mean, because the difficulty went up on us. And uh, me and Ryan were using shotties and our shotties, shotgun sucked. Horrible. And Hunter's over there just like, come on, guys. Let's get this. And we're just Yeah, you guys are the talking back. about... Uh, other online players not talking to you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. There's oh, some man. silence on the. There's some radio silence for. Hey, all I know is Ryan likes that second story. You know what I'm saying? I'm down here fighting my way out of the horde, and Ryan's like, "Where's mm -hmm. your where you at, Clint?" I'm downstairs still fighting, Ryan. I'm stuck. Oh man, that's funny. That? Clint says that because when I was downstairs, Clint said, "Where are you at?" I said, "Downstairs." Why? We're covering the upstairs. I had to get some ammo. So you can't really believe anything Clint uh, says. Whatever. I it's funny because like about the third try, we are like, we need to split up two and two to go out, you know, out and do the stuff too. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. And about the first round we tried that, I kept asking, where are you guys at? Clint would be like, I'm up top. Ryan would be like, I'm down bottom. Then just <laughs> We like just like rotate. We would rotate. minutes later, <laughs> where, where are you at, Ryan? I'd see one of them go down. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where, why aren't you guys together? Uh, hey, you on? you and Caden, my nephew, you, you guys were where you needed to be, though. Yeah. Just in that control room, clicking clicking switches. That's right. So, yeah, the game uh, the game also can support up to 500 to 1,000 zombies at once. On the, So, we were wondering oh, how, it gets many, crazy. how many zombies actually show up. Yeah, it's got a lot. And uh, I don't feel like we got near that many. Like in one in one horde, I don't think we ever got. I didn't feel like we ever oh, got for close sure. to a thousand. At least five hundred. Oh, we got over five hundred. At least five hundred yeah, for sure. But here's here's what I'm thinking: we haven't played the harder levels where they just keep coming. Oh yeah, yeah, that's and true. And we haven't yeah, done we didn't have their done their other challenge modes either. So I'm thinking that's where it gets crazy. Um, but in general, in general, uh, and I don't know if you're going to jump to that or not. The comparison of this game to another beloved of ours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Left 4 Dead. I'll, for I'll sure. leave it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Left 4 Dead. This is this is what we wanted Left 4 Dead to be back in the day. Um, and I'll get into what? some of that comparison here in just a bit because there is. <laughs> right. See, you just hurt my feelings. I don't know about that. I didn't well, want Left 4 Dead to be this. Well, no. I thought I'm, Left 4 Dead was great the way it I, was. I'm gonna explain something. I'm gonna compare some things in just a bit from my okay. from okay. my point of view. I'm sorry, yeah. I didn't mean I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Now, if you're if you're sitting here thinking, guys, like, uh, I don't want to play a game over and over again, like if it's the same maps. 
Well, the locations are procedurally generated. And you may say, Clint, what's that mean? That means that it changes each time you're in the map or each gameplay that you go through. Now, if you're saved on a checkpoint, um, it might replay the same twice, but you're not going to get it at the right. time. Now, um, not, not like Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead will, will change the scenario of where the specials will be and mm -hmm. where the hordes may come from, right? Mm -hmm. um, but this actually will change the path that you take. Yep. Like it'll, it'll, this direction will be closed and a new direction will be open. So it yep. really is different. Yeah, it changes the whole, the whole game up a little bit. Um, so that's really good. There are different objectives that you do within the game. So um, as you're playing, the game is still linear in a sense, but uh, you'll have things where you got to go in and flip certain switches, or you got to get power onto this door to open it. Um, some teamwork things that you have to work through as you play it through the game. And in the beginning, they kind of hold your hand. In the first map, I think it's New York. They kind of hold your hand in the first couple chapters. Um, but then it just ramps up. Zombies everywhere. you got to really plan out your attack. Um, it does, uh, some of the game features that it has, it has uh, five competitive multiplayer modes. So you got your player versus player versus zombie mode, which pits two teams of players against, uh, against each other while zombie hordes attack both teams. So that's pretty cool. Um, other modes include Swarm Deathmatch, Swarm Domination, and King of the Hill. I think all of those include zombie hordes coming at you while you're fighting other people. I really hope those procedural type portions of it. Um, I like that. Like that kind of that kind of was a slight reminiscence of uh, Resident Evil, right? Mm -hmm. In a way, not like it, not like on a large scale, but it was just like a little flavor of that. And yeah. so I hope in these other downloadable maps that that gets better. Because, like, the one map that really stumped us was a procedural-type reason. I mean, it was a hard... Mm -hmm. There was a lot of zombies, and it was a hard location anyway. subway station. But we, yeah, we had trouble grabbing hold of what we were supposed to be doing. It seemed simple once we learned it, but that's how all those games are, right? Resident mm -hmm. Evil, you'd be like, what the freak is this for four hours? And finally, mm -hmm. like, oh, my gosh, it's the little green switch over here. But, but what's, diff what's different about this game, though, like, you make that point, and I'm, I know you'll agree with this, is... Um, the horde, the zombies keep coming. So in yes. Resident Evil, you have time Worse. to kind of sit there and quiet and think about it. This, they're yeah. coming, and your team's just yeah. trying to survive. And um, and it seems like the more you stay still, the worse it gets in this game. It's mm -hmm. definitely designed for you mm -hmm. to keep moving. Yep, the game these moves are, you. Remember, these are World War Z zombies. These aren't Walking Dead zombies. These aren't Left for Dead zombies. These are World War Z zombies, which means they can sprint. They pile on top of each other, just like in the movie, climb mm -hmm. over the walls and stuff like that. So they move. There is no, hey, let's just kind of sit here and calmly do this thing. No, mm -hmm. that's not how this game is mm -hmm. made. No. Yeah, yeah. So though it's reminiscent of Left 4 Dead in the sense of the chapters, uh, the gear that's kind of laid out and how you progress through scenes in a way um, for each location, That all of that is very Left 4 Dead. Mm -hmm. um, and the specials, right? You don't just have the normal zombies, then you get the specials. Um, that's Left 4 Dead too, but it's definitely not, um, what do you call it? It's not Left 4 Dead in the sense of you're not playing the same game. It doesn't feel like you're playing the mm -hmm. same game. They it just took a lot yeah. of great elements from Left 4 Dead and made them work with the zombies that are from World War Z. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, I, I think like you said, they did a good job of taking some things that Left 4 Dead did. I don't know if they did that intentionally or what, but they stayed in their lane because I still feel mm -hmm. like... I don't, uh, when I played Left 4 Dead, I don't know if it was because I was younger or what, but I feel like it had more of an eerie 
scarier yeah, darker. tone to mm-hmm. it. Slower, darker. darker. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. This uh, is that's what I loved day. about that's what I loved about Left 4 Dead One versus Two. Left 4 Dead Two kind of lost that dark, mm-hmm. eerie in comparison. I love that about number one. And so, and then this one, I feel like it's brighter. It's it's not as scary. It's more strategic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you can you you can run through a lot easier. I think, and and there's more of a flow to it. I personally think that this game is easier to play for me. Um, mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. in ju- and I don't mean that in just the way of like it's actually easier, but it's easier for me to sit here and play more of it than what I did in Left mm. 4 Dead. Um, in Left 4 Dead, yep. Mm-hmm. And then, it's different. That's what I'm saying. It's got its own thing to it. Own vibe. I was thinking about this the other day, though. And I think they could have added one thing into it that would have made it just like uh, that much more scarier, or that much more challenging. And it is if the zombies were able to jump. And and I know they can jump up on barriers right now, mm-hmm. but like think mm-hmm. of them running towards you and just in the air, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be, yeah, great. That'd be sweet. Legit. Yeah, that would be. Um, you know, you're talking about you're comparing like the differences. One of the things that I found, um, the bull, is very reminiscent of the tank in Left 4 mm-hmm. Dead. Mm-hmm. So the bull in the game is a huge security guard looking like a SWAT team zombie. He's got the SWAT helmet and all that. Mm-hmm. Big old zombie dude. Um, he's menacing. He charges you, grabs you by the throat, slams your character, and your teammates got to mm-hmm. get him off you. So he is menacing. Um, but that was one thing about this that I loved about Left 4 Dead, which was the tank was this ominous yeah. force of nature mutated. that all of us all of a sudden he's, yeah all of a sudden he's here and he's taking over the game right and pretty much and if he touches you you're screwed you're dead i yeah, mean yeah, almost that dude was, yeah, most that of the dude time so you got a lot better like at the boulders game. across the map yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so it was the and, hulk of the zombie world so mm-hmm. and that that really elevated the game of left for dead i feel like cuz left for dead on its own without the tank is a playable yeah, game oh, yeah. but it's yeah not quite as fun. Um, and as yeah, every said, time the tank came in, it changed up the entire mm-hmm, situation mm-hmm. to where now when it comes in, it's just like, there's a bull. Turn your attention to him. But nobody's panicking like, we're going to die. The bull's here. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, I would like to, uh, in future DLC, if they could, have something that's such a game changer. It's like, oh, crap, that's there. On right. top of the other. see what like they a boss feel. Yeah, yeah. What they did, what they did though, is is they didn't want to copy Left 4 Dead all the way, right? Right. So right. Left 4 Dead has different mutations. Day Z or World War Z does not have different mutations, right? Not in the movie, not in the the book. That's not a thing. So what they did is they took real characters, like they just made the bull just happens to be a bigger zombie security guard who's stronger. Yeah, same thing with stuff. the guy. Yeah, same thing with the guy who's uh, what do you call it? Who's the got the mat. suit on, the right? Suit. And so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's kind of related to what he's wearing rather than a new mutation. Mm-hmm. And we see that with all the characters in this. So they didn't make any of them like extreme, like a guy who has a tongue that rips out and grabs you and pulls you over, like the, you know, the smoker right, and right. stuff like that. Right. Yeah. And like, so they had to balance that. You can't, how are you going to have a, uh, some complete boss type tank guy um, just because he's was a bigger human? It wouldn't, you know what I mean? It wouldn't yeah, add mm-hmm. up. So they had to find some kind of way to do that if they were to, which I don't care. I throw it in think- there. But I yeah. get if you're trying to t- stay true to the movie, I get it. Yeah, I think yeah, it would true. actually have to be a stage instead of like just throwing them in a random like in the middle of a level because the tanks came in at random times during the level. Right, right, right. But in this one, if you were going to make something bigger, it would have to be in like a a, a boss battle, like in the lab. You know, so mm-hmm. you find out mm-hmm. somebody was messing with something and right. then made this thing. Or right, you know. right. But then, like you said, since it is World War Z. 
Yeah, it, you wouldn't it's be going to have to fall within that universe, and you're going to mm-hmm. have the creators that you have to answer to on that. Of like, hey, we want to put a whole mutated monster in your deal. No, that's not in our book. Which we may movies. we may find real quick though, though, as Resident we play Evil. the upper levels. Yeah. yeah, as we play the, some of the upper levels, we may find real quick that these. Um, five the big hordes one, one fight yeah <laughs> yeah yeah different. yeah that it gets more serious like that just because of stepping up maybe not from one character but because of the vast numbers mm-hmm. of zombies and specials that'll be coming all at once as we bump up the difficulty and we may feel like oh my gosh this is just yeah. and it's not because something we can't figure out it's just hard you yeah, know right and that's kind of that's probably what we're looking for in reality mm-hmm. like we want to overcome something that's almost not overcomable that's what yeah. makes that good and we haven't played we haven't played the upper level difficulties yet, so we yep. don't know. So yeah, there is the multiplayer, uh, and then you, then you have the campaign that you can do with your buddies. Uh, another thing that we really like there's a horde mode, which is like endless hordes just coming after you, and you just try to survive. I think as long as you can um, is the vibe that I got from the description and stuff on that game mode. Mm-hmm. But one that like I'm zombie. one that I'm really interested in. It gives you a, a, a big currency to spend on your weapons and things is a challenge mode. And so I hmm. looked at it uh, one of the nights before we logged off. It is a mode set up, and it's literally what it, what it is. You try to fight through um, this level with, with extra added effects to the game. So, like, one of the effects that it had on this challenge mode for this week was whenever your teammates fall down, like when they get down by an enemy, they explode. There's like an explosion mm. that goes off and hurts the team around you. Um, okay. I had another one that, uh, uh, what was it? It had an effect where, um, like whenever one zombie hits you, it was like triple times the damage, right? Mm. Like di- different challenges that makes the game harder in different ways that right. wouldn't be in a normal gameplay. Uh, right, so this is an area where they can kind of bend the rules. Mm-hmm. The yeah, challenge they, zone. They go yeah, outside of their sense. normal. Um, Mm -hmm. And so each map in the regular campaign mode has five difficulties to it. Um, The higher up you go, the harder it gets. Rules change within the game, depending on what Mm -hmm. difficulty you're at. Um, Graphics on this game, good. You know, I wouldn't say phenomenal, but they're definitely up there. They're not bad. Yeah, they're good. Um, You know, one of the coolest things we saw, and not to ruin the whole, you know, the game for anybody, we went out to, I think it was Jerusalem? I think it was and there was a whole group like a whole bunch of zombies in the back like out on the mountainside and it was definitely mm-hmm. something that was a, a backdrop to what was actually happening but it looked like millions right. of zombies running, heard. you know and uh that was a really cool sight to see so i was impressed with some of the graphics in the game like i said not not like a 10 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10 but i would say an 8 out of 10 on, on graphics um soundtrack music wise in this for me, and this could be a personal thing, I feel like it's lacking with sound design. There's never a moment in the game where the sound scares me or the sounds like. Yeah, I mean, if you just forget out. the music, just forget the music and talk about the dynamics you know of mm-hmm. it. You know right? what, though? I mean, yeah, think, to me, it wasn't very dynamic. Yeah. I think that they overstimulated because when you're just walking in a regular environment you can hear them still i mean even if even if they're not um if there's not a horde coming at you you can still hear them almost yeah all the time maybe that's maybe yeah. that's what's growing in and me. stuff mm-hmm. and so it's right like, well that's the it, there's been multiple times where i was like are they coming right now 
No, they're not. Right. They're just out there grunting. And that's what I mean by dynamic. There's not like a yeah. big shift in the sound that makes you go, holy crap. Right? Like, right. there's nothing that's going, okay, this is about to get really bad even before you see it. It's not happening on an emotional level mm-hmm. due to the sound because it was kind of flat. I agree. It wasn't like it wasn't there at all. It was right. too high at times when it should have been lower and too low yep. at times when it should have been more. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like like when we're on that ship at the end, right, uh, on that cruise ship. Mm-hmm. That that was a hard level. There was a lot coming. We were barely making it. The intensity was only coming from us. It was breeding off of each other. It wasn't really coming from that kind of sound of the game yeah. that was like becoming like the, overwhelming. The overwhelming right. feeling, yeah, the heart yeah, rate stuff. Yeah, building the atmosphere yeah. very well. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, really it's lacking on the sound design. I would say probably a six. It's a very yeah, average think, sound design. I think Left 4 Dead did that very well. Because mm-hmm. they, yeah. they oh, yeah. some music and some ominous mm-hmm. sounds that you associated with the big horde coming. So when you heard it, mm-hmm. you're, it's almost you're like your hair your stood up. You're scared yep. before the they got in the room. Yeah. yeah. That was one you of the things they used it amazingly on. Mm-hmm. And, and even, even like at weird, times like, when it was just oh. almost like complete silence kind of a feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that was it on that. We've we've kind of covered what we thought in its comparison to Left 4 Dead. Um, I don't think there was anything else I wanted to cover. But for a score, for me overall, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it now, two hold different. On. I always I I always stop you, yeah, yeah, because in its category, I want to know what its score is in its category, and then just as a game. Well, and I was gonna bust you know it into I mean? two categories within what it already is. Okay, let's, okay. let's tell me what those so are. So, for single-player experience and for multiplayer experience, meaning you're going to be playing it with friends. Oh, okay. Because it does have that single-player aspect to it. Yeah, I feel like you mm-hmm. shouldn't even have done that with this game, but... Yeah. So, for single-player, I'm going to say it's probably a 6. 6 out of 10 is what I'm giving it. Um, yeah. Purely because I mean, I'm biased in that sense. You're going to have fun playing through, but it doesn't have the team aspect to it, and you're probably not going to be able to play the harder levels. Right, without the teamwork. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like a portion of your game is already ruined there. For the multiplayer right. aspect and what it is overall, I'll say I'll give it a, a 7.2, I think. Okay. Which is, I, I feel like it's it's solid to play. A lot now, of is that out of all friends. games? Or is that out of this style game? Um, I think for a zombie game. I'm going to put it in, the, in just the category of zombie In the zombie games. category. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the zombie yeah. genre category. Right. Because, um, I mean, for what it is, it's it's very, like we said, Left 4 Dead, there's not a lot of other games we can compare it to in, mm-hmm. in what it actually is, right? Well, I think you could compare it to stuff like Dead Island, right? Yeah. And other multiplayer zombie games that are designed to play with your co-op friends. Mm-hmm. That's what I would compare it in. Um, if I was comparing it in the zombie I think, category, I think I would alone, still keep it a 7.2 in that category okay. too, probably, because it's not a horrible okay. game. So I'm gonna say it's still right. It's worth it. It's worth the buy, but right. it's not like blew my mind amazing in the sense of. Okay. I don't know. It's hard. To I would rate it. I would rate it in the zombie category as a whole. If I put it in a zombie category, mm-hmm. including games like. Um, See, I would almost include Silent Hill, even though those aren't really zombies. Mm-hmm. Um, I would include Resident Evil, obviously. If we're comparing it across the board to games like that, too, um, it's going to get probably a 7 for me. Okay. Something Is like that, that on the multiplayer experience? or the? That That's on all zombie, okay. right? All zombie games, it's a 7, maybe 6.8. 
-hmm. if you're taking it into just co-op style zombie games, which I would include uh, Resident Evil's co-op, right? Resident Evil Five, like like mm -hmm. that style game, mm -hmm. and I would include Dead Daisy. Island and you yeah, Daisy? yeah, Daisy. I would include uh, Left for Dead, those kind of games, right? There's a bunch of games in that category. Um, I'd give it an eight. It would definitely okay. go up if I'm looking at that. With with for me, Left for Dead One being the bar at a nine point five. Oh, okay. So I would say okay. that's kind of if you want <laughs> shifted, a relation shifted high there, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, because that's for me like one of the most epic games growing We've up. Ever I mean, Left for Dead has a place in my heart like Resident Evil Two did when I was young. It's yeah. that yeah. big in my in my down. list. Yeah. Crackdown such a good yeah. game. Yeah, <laughs> Crackdown was such a good game. I, well, for, I don't left, put it at the I don't put the top whole different category obviously but I, I do stick to my guns on Crackdown being one of my favorites. Well, Left 4 Dead was like crack. Portal I, too. I, I don't know what it hit. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. nerve it hit. I don't know if it's just something dead, for me it and you for sure. What, but it just yeah. is like crack. Yeah. Hunter. Yeah. Oh, hold on. You had you had a second oh. rating. I oh, gave right, two, but right. what was your what was your I other wanted rating? Single player, multiplayer. Oh, single player. Uh, you know, I'm biased in that, so it's a four. It's okay. nothing. I well, wouldn't play it by myself. <laughs> you dropped I wouldn't low. even, but I, I wouldn't play Left 4 Dead by myself, and I love the game. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's I can't really give a good, yeah. you know what I mean? The only, way I'm playing this, chamber, bro. the only way I'm playing this by myself is if I'm trying to unlock something, you know? Mm -hmm. But even then, it's harder because, like you said, the yep. computers, they, they are not with it, and it's no. hard to work as a team yep. when they're doing Yeah, that. you might so as well not... achievement hunt and unlock with friends. Mm -hmm. That'll right. be fun. I'm not yep. going to rate it for the single player, but I'm going to rate it in zombie slash horror game and then just all games that I've ever played. Okay. You know? okay. okay. And so for the zombies, I would say zombie slash horror, I'll give it a solid seven. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, for overall games, I'd probably give it a six. Okay. And Yeah, it's a good you, game. You guys know I'm kind of a hard... I'm hard on my numbers, but uh, uh, to mm -hmm. get a nine or up there in the nine, eight, eight, nine, and ten range, that's my first, second, and third right there, you know? Yeah. And right. uh, you got to be a really solid game to do that. I love this game. And keep in mind, like, Daisy would be a two. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so uh, I like it a lot. I think it's really fun. The only thing that makes it up there, like you guys said, and even for Left for Dead, was the ability to play with each other and kind of feed mm -hmm. off each other. I think Left right. 4 Dead was more playable as a single-player thing mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. this is, but um, I do like this game and its mechanics more than I did Left 4 Dead for multiplayer. So Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's not... The thing, too, is it's not an expensive game right now. Um, it was free for us. Shoot. For yeah, a free, free game, it's us. a 10. Yeah. Great free game. Yeah. For PlayStation, like right now, you can get it on Amazon for PlayStation 4 for 19 yeah. bucks. If I bought this thing uh, for like $60, I wouldn't be like disappointed. But I'd kind of be like, right. I could have waited on this. Yeah. You know what right. I'm saying? Yep. 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 It has some of the pitfalls that we see with different games nowadays. Whenever you're a dad trying to buy a game, um, mm -hmm. it just seems like there's some things that get rushed. And they're like, well, we'll just throw it out in DLC later. They'll buy right. the packs and fixes later, kind of like what they did with right. DayZ, even though they mm -hmm. haven't totally fixed it. Um, <laughs> but that's all we got on the review. Um, it's a good game to go check out, even though it's not free. Um, consider getting some buddies and, and getting into it. Are 
Greedy scurvy dogs. Where's me Luca? Well, guys, I got some random stuff on here. I'd like to say that I tied it in with Corona, but I absolutely did not. This is just random stuff. Um, but I'm okay. going to try my hardest to tie it in. With in all reality, stuff. everything's tied in with Corona because it's affected the entire world. <laughs> That's right. So, um, he just walked away. Okay. Yeah, probably so family thing or something. on our list is called the Car French Fry Holder. And this is made oh. by Mad. M-A-A-D, Amazon.com, $12.95. Now, what's special about this is I am going to tie this in is that, you know, right now, all you got is your drive-thrus, basically. Your drive-thrus and pickups. So, this is a good little mm-hmm. thing to get for the car right now. And basically, what it does is it's a <clears throat> little plastic piece that slides down into your cup holder and then comes up with a little Ooh. holder for your fries. Um, yeah, because they're always like too a, wide to fit down in the cup holder. Yes. And if you do, you kind of got to smash them in there or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so it fits down. It looks like it fits best with uh, uh, McDonald's, of, of course. That's the well-known French fry. But it looks like it'll right. hold any any type, you know, French fry, yeah. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of standard. KFC and all those guys kind of have that same shape, you know. The second one on the list is an anatomy bathing suit. Now, this one's for women, but okay. if you know you need people to know the anatomy of your body just in case of emergency, I guess this is it. This is as uh, well. This is definitely the most uh, autonomic. Uh, what have you? What is it called? Clint? Anatomically. Uh, anatomically. Anatomically correct bathing suit we've ever seen. This one piece is a diagram of the human internal organs. You know, in case you forget. So it, it's basically like, like a one-piece skin suit that looks like organs and stuff, you know. I think it's um, nasty Yeah, it's got the lungs and everything. It. It's got, uh, from this website that I'm using, it says it's got a couple reviews, but it's got a five-star rating. Yeah, guys, how um, would you yeah. like to have that coming through the door? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I like it. $16.99. Yeah. You, you can just what's wear funny that in public you, and people would stay away from what's you. What's funny of it? If you had the male version, you know, it, it would actually have the penis on there. You know what I mean? Because that's all part <laughs> sure. of that muscular stuff down there. And people would be like, well, dang, bro, testicles hanging out and everything. <laughs> like, it would be a little rough for the guy version. Oh, yeah. It would look weird, though, because they'd be too far up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because you oh, can't, yeah. like, yeah. they couldn't hang off. So. Well, Jake, well, I mean, you got you your, own, you got your own balls in there. Well, you've got your own balls in it right now. Yeah, right? I mean, so you're going to have a bulge there. They're not going to be hanging freely like you they can get like a little Velcro yeah, yeah. add-on, you know, a little ding, and you just stick the, the yeah, or like those strippers it. wear where it's That's like a little totally bag that holds everything, mm-hmm. and then it's printed on there. Yeah, they make speedos <laughs> like that that holds the junk. So there you go, you're you're oh hooked gosh. up. That's funny. Crazy. Hey, Ryan's Next the one that made it inappropriate, not me. It's called the, the if you want to do some gardening during this, uh, you know, this time of being stuck at home. There's the whoa, selfie. hold on, time out. Time out, I'm sorry. There's a full one, full body. goes all the way down to the legs like a full leotard. No. Out to mm. the wrists, yep, down to the ankles, all the bones and muscle. It's kind of like muscle, a wetsuit. Yeah, yeah, just okay. so you guys know. It's only Very 26 nice. bucks. Pretty cool if you ever wanted that. That'd be just, yeah, it'd be okay. a cool one just to wear out to the to the pool. Well, the if you guys are pool. stuck at home and you need to do some gardening, uh, mm-hmm. for eighteen ninety nine, you can get the Selfie Sisters Garden Gnomes, which is made by Big Mouth Inc., this statue brings garden gnomes to the 21st century with two duck-lipped gnomes taking a selfie. Why? We're not sure. 
but it can be yours for only eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I get it. When you said Selfie Sisters, I'm thinking that's the brand. No, I get it. That's the description of the garden gnomes. Now, yeah, that's two you got two uh, sisters, female gnomes. Okay. Yeah, doing the old duck selfie. face, saying, mm, "Let me take a selfie." Yeah. Let me take a selfie. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's like that yeah. song. But first, let me take a selfie. Ooh, I like this. Uh, I like this gnome down here. They got one with a machine gun. Big mouth. Area. Very nice. I like these gnomes. They even got a game of gnomes. You know, ninja gnomes. <laughs> I want a Trump. And gnome. if you don't gnome, now you gnome. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like yeah. big gnomes, and I cannot lie. What? All you other gnomes can't guys. deny. Well, um, this one is not really practical at all, ever, and especially not now <laughs> because you're not going to really be going out to use your handbag. But uh, on Amazon, for only thirty nine ninety five, you Ooh, can get steep. the yeah the hen handbag. The handbag handbag, sorry, which the, is exactly what you think. It is a purse that bag. looks like a chicken. Handbag, okay. Is the latest her uh, Hermes bag straight off the runway? Is no. it the rubber one? Is it this rubber? Yeah, one? it's a rubber chicken purse from Amazon. Oh my gosh, man! We just need it's to orange looking stuff. It's like a like a reddish cream. orange. It looks very yeah. That's it. That's it oh, right yes, there, okay. Clinton. It's just the one that I'm looking at is... Maybe a different brand or different... Different color? Version. No, it's the same brand. It's just a different color. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, I see yep, the green so color So that's it. Here. You can get yeah. yourself a hen handbag. Nice. He'll be loving it, too. That's where you can hide your money. That's how you can tie it in. When that apocalypse <laughs> hits, put your money in the hen bag and just hide it in the farm. There you go. <laughs> we need to do like a cow, like, you know, do a cow, cow bag. You have that much money? Sh- just hang it by its udders, you know? You hold it by its udders and it's hanging upside wow. down. Wow, just swing it upside down? Yeah. <laughs> it's utterly disgusting. <laughs> um, That's good. All right, next one on the list. <laughs> Not practical at all, again, and there's no reason for it, but for seventeen ninety nine, you can get a real-life potato head. That's right. You can buy a real Idaho potato with your custom image printed on it. All you have to do is hit customize now and upload a photo before adding to your cart. As seen on Shark Tank. Wow. So this was on Shark Tank. <sighs> I don't know why you'd want to put your face on a potato. I mean, potatoes are pretty cheap in the market, and now you're going to almost $20 for one potato with your face Hold on, on it. But they're eventually going to go bad, right? So You're talking about a real potato? Yes. Yep, straight up real potato. I looked up real, I looked up real life potato head. I'm not seeing this. I want to see that. Potato parcel. That's the that's the group. Potato parcel. Potato. Spell that last part. Parcel. P A R C E L. A parcel. Okay. Oh, okay. Here's a face. Here we go. Yeah, this is on Etsy. Boom. There you go, folks. Yeah, it's literally a potato with your face on it. So they just print. They literally print faces on it. I guess one thing is if you're quarantining alone, you can order it with somebody else's face and then act like you're having dinner with them while you cut into the potato. Yeah, you have your is real it engraved life into it? I mean, no, no, it's literally a printed picture on the potato. Hmm. Wow. Well, I wonder if they put that on like a tattoo or what the freak on they it, do. On Etsy, yeah. it's 19 bucks. This next one's actually kind of cool and maybe a fun thing to do with your kids while you're stuck inside. Um, it is. Uh, 
outrageous and unique flavored soda. It's a six pack. It is kind of steep. It's $27.99 for a six pack of soda. Woo. And it's not even one you're probably really going to enjoy. The flavors are buffalo wing soda, sweet corn soda, mm. pumpkin pie soda, and ranch dressing soda. Wow. Okay. It says these drinks taste exactly like real popular foods when they're actually just carbonated drinks. Challenge your senses by sipping the flavors like buffalo, wing soda, corn soda, bacon soda, bacon soda, <laughs> <laughs> That's good. or pumpkin pie soda. Did you see the ranch dressing? Is this dressing? Lester's fixings? Ranch? Yeah. Okay, just yeah. so you guys know, this brand, I know this label and everything. If you live in Oklahoma, there's a place called Pops out towards uh-huh. Oklahoma City, kind of mm-hmm. Edmond area. They've got all kinds of sodas. They've got some of these there that are a lot less. You can make a six-pack there for, I think, nine bucks. Um, yeah, probably mm-hmm. half the price. So check or them no, out. They probably the have an online site you can order from, too. Yep, maybe. I know they've got the bacon one there. They've got the peanut butter and jelly one there and the pumpkin pie but I don't know that they've got ranch, sweet corn, or buffalo wings. I would mm. want to try ranch and buffalo wings because why not? You know, if I'm gonna mm-hmm. go, if yeah. I'm gonna go weird, go <laughs> yeah. really weird. Because I feel like that. I feel like peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, you could do that. Pumpkin could pie. Taste good. That's just a pumpkiny taste, right? Yeah, um, even bacon could taste good. Yeah. So, but I feel like, bu- yeah, I feel like buffalo and ranch are probably the two biggest out there. Ones. Mm-hmm. Might as well mm-hmm. just make like they do on some of those jelly bellies. Just make yourself like a throw-up flavor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Because they do some of those just weird flavors on some of those. I didn't know gross Ryan did the model, the model face for this. You know, just <laughs> what are you talking about? Super pumped. Well, if you watch the stream, is it me know. on there? Yeah, right there. It's some old dude. No, we're oh. delayed. Remember? Yeah, you're delayed by like a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not looking on there. I'm looking at the guy's face that's on the bottle. Oh no! I got you so now. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Actually, the guy's thin, Thanks. so you'd like that. Well, yeah, I see him. The next one on our list is, again, in case you're getting a little lonely, this is called the Buttress Pillow. And it's buttress? made by the Buttress. Okay. B-U-T-T-R-E-S-S. This is literally, a, a from what I looks like, a memory foam pillow. It looks like somebody's butt in yoga pants. Um, like a galaxy oddly print? Oddly enough, it says it's $69. Hmm. So, wow. <laughs> The funnest thing about this pillow is that the reviewers are actually saying it's quite comfy and makes for a great neck support. It's got a 4.6 wow. star rating on here. I don't know if that's changed, obviously, since this article's come out. Um, but The one that I'm looking at has a Galaxy print on it, and it is $89 and has a 4.4 rating. So it's doing good, too. Jeez. Ooh, they got, like, city styles on here. Yeah, they got the hookup. I'm still waiting for it because so, we're so delayed. So for all you sad um, dads out there with no wives, buttress pillows <laughs> just for you. <laughs> right? You know, wow. single dads out there. Hey, I'm just trying to help the overall happiness during these hard times. If I knew somebody that had a buttress pillow, I'm going to sneak in and sp- spray the butt crack with some times. fart spray. <laughs> what do you mean? You just fart on it. What are you talking about? You just no, I'm putting yeah. fart cheek. spray that they can't get cheek, out of the butt cheek. crack. And if they ever go in and snuggle up on that thing's butt cheeks, they're going to smell straight butthole. Okay. I need to buy that. Wow. Dang. I'm ashamed for so, you. Aww. So the one, Clinton, if you go back up to the very top, the very top image. Mm-hmm. Very top. Yep. That that one is the one that it's showing me. So that's got to be the same. It's just got a price yeah, increase different. now. They've also got the deluxe comfort pillow or comfort girlfriend pillow with some uh, boobies. 
Oh, wow. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Things we find on the internet. That's right. <laughs> and so the next one on the list is actually, for me personally, I'm going to order it as soon as I can. Um, it's on Amazon. This time it's a one-piece bathing suit for men. Um, and okay. it is a Thanos one-piece swimming suit. Mm. It's thirty-five ninety-nine, which is a little steep. I don't know if I can get my head around that, but look how nice it looks, guys. It says oh dressing gosh. up as the ultimate villain will give you all the confidence come beach day. Obviously, they put it on the super ripped guy too, right? There's no yeah. like. Uh, but I still feel like in my bod. fat, flobby dad bod, I'm gonna feel confident in a Thanos face. Thanos oh, yeah. face. Hey, there's a. Uh... Yeah, there's some other ones on there, too. Okay, we're talking about the one that looks like a girl's bathing suit, like a wrestling singlet without mm-hmm. legs. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's the one I you're hope, talking about? I hope you don't yeah. buy that. I'm going to buy that. Oh, oh, here, here's, my, here's mine right here. Thanos swim trunks. It's got Thanos' mm-hmm. face digitally printed on it, but there's some swim shorts. I'll do no, that. No, 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 no. I want the one piece, buddy. I got to let the rolls fly. I can't tuck them in. <laughs> And then um, the last one I've got on this list here is the inflatable zip-up hoodie, which is made by Aros, A-R-O-S. I, I guess that's how you'd say it. Um, but, I mean, this is a great one. Obviously, you're stuck in quarantine on the couch, you know? Just basically, it's a, it's a hoodie that you can blow up the hood part, and it becomes kind of like a pillow. Um, blow into the inflatable mm. insert located inside the hood and the inflated hood then transforms into a pillow and when it's time to wash simply remove the inflatable insert mm. nice okay. it's got a five star rating I like it but you know I mean what's the point if you got pillows but you never know you never know when you might need it yeah that's right well I had fun tonight for sure it was it was a good relaxed episode a lot of fun I enjoyed it Hey, if you like the if you like the podcast and you want to support us, go on over to Patreon at Delirious Dads Gaming. And you can donate money to the show, to the cause. Hook a brother up, you know? Um, yep. and if you want to get a hold of us, you can find us over on Facebook.com. You can find us at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. We also got our Twitter, that's at Delirious Dads Gaming, um, and Instagram. Of course, we don't do a lot of messages within the Instagram. But you can check us out over there. Um, and the podcast will be releasing tomorrow or Friday, yep. if you will. Tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. <laughs> With that said, guys. Stay delirious. Stay dadding. Stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.